Jones, 30, 35, 40, he's in midfield, and they'll never catch The Show Me Your News Network proudly presents Down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers, you may know them as Yoko and I'm a Beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorff. Welcome back to the Gridiron. I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. And Down the Sidelines is the sports podcast that debates and predicts the latest in the athletic world. We are part of the Show Me News Network, and this is the 33rd episode of the podcast on July 3rd, 2013. Look at all those threes dropping all over the place. We hope you have a great Independence Day. July mm-hmm. 4th is tomorrow from this recording date. We have the basketball and hockey seasons that already came to an end. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Wimbledon is in its semifinal stage, so there'll be some tennis to discuss there. And a story we talked about last week has, let's just say, accelerated quickly mm-hmm. since then. It's kind of dominated these sports headlines. How have you been, Joel? Good. I'm ready to, you know, enjoy the day tomorrow, watch some fireworks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe have a beer <laughs> or two. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd change that maybe to a definitely. definitely. For sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some tennis, actually. I was you know watching some this morning, and I'm like, oh, I have to go to work. And I guess I'll talk about that a little bit when we uh, get to that point in it's our red exciting. zone. yeah. In our red zone here, where we talk about the three you know, biggest sports stories in the past couple weeks, and we'll start at the 20-yard line here with the NBA and NHL champions have been officially crowned. Now... We had our last episode a couple weeks ago, and we were it was on you know the precipice of Game Seven of the NBA Finals, and I predicted the Spurs would win just to be a, uh, a kind of a slight against history. But I'm glad the Heat won. Uh, you know, personally, I'm I'm not crazy about the Spurs, and I think people would have been talking about like, oh, LeBron can't get it done against the Spurs and Greg Popovich and. Is he really the best, and is it possibly you know the time to break up the big three? And I thought that was you know going to be the reason that you know the Spurs won. That you know sports likes to throw that little bit of fate, what makes for the more interesting story you know in the off season. But in a way, I'm I'm glad that Heat won. I mean, it gives you know the back to back champion. It kind of validates the big three in a way, yeah. even though it was you know a little too cocky for the not one, not two, not three, not four, blah 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 blah. Um, and it was it was a pretty close game. I know there were you know some analysts who were saying that after the Spurs kind of gave away Game Six, they wouldn't be able to come back mentally. And you know they did. Like if there is a team that can come back mentally, it's the San Antonio Spurs. It made for an interesting Game Seven. Oh yeah, I mean it definitely was. You know, um, regardless of you know if you're a fan of either team, you know I generally try try and watch a lot of like you know the last couple series of you know, any finals. Um, mm. And, I mean, you know, it went, went seven games. I mean, what else do you want? I'm sure that it was great for ratings. And, as you know, I mean, not only do you have all the LeBron fans, you have all the LeBron haters. Exactly, yeah. So, um, you know, and I mean, thing is, he, he made the shots down the stretch to basically put that game out of reach. I mean... That, that, was, that was a defining moment in his yeah. career. That... That clutch shot. Not only that, but you have one of the best big men 
you know, playing and Tim Duncan that mm-hmm. just couldn't put couldn't knock down those shots at the end oh, of the yeah, game. You gotta feel bad for him on that miss. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting whenever those kind of big play or you know big miss moments happens, and you you had two of them right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and when that you know as soon as that shot went in, you, you could pretty much say that game was over. But um, I think, you know, I'm sure LeBron probably breathed a sigh of relief when that happened because, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody's looking at him even when he doesn't have the ball. So, um, you know, it, I mean, in a way, you know, it's kind of validating them spending all that money to get those players there. And yeah. I think you'll see, you know, you're going to see more of that. Different teams trying to go after three or four um guys that will be very expensive to keep <laughs> like yeah i know um, houston's trying to maybe go after the whole dwight howard and josh smith and see mm-hmm. if they can combine with other players it, um, it's very interesting like you know you're 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 you've already got that offseason talk and that's pretty much what it's all about it's mm-hmm. about where are these guys going to go and like teams are flirting with them <laughs> yeah you are in free agency that's right you have mm-hmm. uh one of the stories today was Andre Iguodala is offered, yeah, you know, some money from the Kings, but then they pulled it away, and when he didn't <laughs> respond in like three hours, yeah, so that was interesting. And then yeah, you also have the NBA draft. Oh yeah, um, uh, and that was a, a big surprise for Anthony Bennett going number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean Nerlens Noel and with the knee and everything, it kind of had him slide back, and he was drafted by the New Orleans Pelicans, and then traded mm-hmm. to the Sixers for. Drew Holiday. Um, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, even if you look at, like, who was predicted to be, like, maybe one or two at the beginning of the college season mm. is completely different from who it ended up being. Right. Um, so that's interesting. Who did, because uh, I know you f- you followed Detroit, who did they end up drafting? With uh, their first they pick? ended up with, at number eight, they took Kentavious Caldwell-Pope from okay. Georgia. And Trey Burke was on the board. Oh, you you wanted, of course. That would I, make sense. I know. Considering where he is and everything. Um, Not only you know, a hometown guy, but you know, I live so close to the Palace, and I haven't been to a Pistons game because... Yeah, I think he has, they're a lot awful. Of, I think he has a lot of upside, too. So, yeah, now Trey Burke's with the Jazz. He mm-hmm. got drafted by the Timberwolves, and then they made a swap where the Timberwolves got, they got Shabazz Muhammad and Gorgie Jang. Huh. So yeah, you know, two, two bigs there. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be an interesting, you know, way well, wait, to see how that uh, all shakes down. Chris Paul's staying put. Right? Chris Paul's staying in Los Angeles with the Clippers. Uh, they they traded uh, Eric Bledsoe away, but then they got JJ Redick mm-hmm. and uh, Jared Dudley yeah. from the Suns. So they got those. You know, of course, you know Blake Griffin's going to stay there. I think they're trying to spread the floor a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're looking to be a good team still. Well, so then, I guess watch out for them. everybody's going to ask what the Lakers are going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. You're probably losing Dwight Howard. Yeah. Kobe's last year or two. Paul Gasol's kind of sick of being there. Steve Nash is way past his prime. Yeah. It's it's going to be a tough sell when the Clippers are the significantly yeah. better team in that town and that stadium too. Yeah, it's like that town doesn't want them to be. Exactly, <laughs> they're not, they're not embracing it at all. 
That's, that's going to be something, especially when, you know, I was on record as saying that I thought the Lakers would win the title this year, and that team just did not click. No. You know, injuries happen, and it was just not a good team mechanic. Yeah, it seemed like every time one person was injured, somebody else was healthy, but then it flip-flopped, and mm-hmm. at one point, they were all injured. Like, yeah. Uh, then the uh, Stanley Cup Finals also ended, and that... <laughs> Could have gone to a game Whoa. seven very easily, and I tell you that would have been some great television. Yeah, or, you know, a hockey game to go to game seven. You know, for the the type of tension that that goes into a hockey game, uh, and then you have Boston leading two to one, trying to force that game seven in Boston, and they're leading with a, less than a minute and a half left, and bam, bam. In regulation, Chicago just takes it. Scores two it was goals. just kind of like shocking. It was. I, don't, I just kind of felt disap. I was at the beach when I was watching it, and I just kind of felt disappointed. Yeah. Like I, I think it was just because, um, you know, I was like, oh, all right, okay, was, everything is all tied up, and then it was just like everybody forgot we were playing hockey and was standing there, and I mean. It was wide open. <laughs> probably, like a lot of people, probably could have gotten that that next shot in. It just seemed like they were not prepared at all for that to happen. And um, I don't know. It was just it was kind of sad, just because it would have been great if that went to another game. Oh, for like, sure, in the United been... Center in Chicago, yeah, yeah. It would have been fantastic. It just I don't. Know. I think that's the reason why I was disappointed because not only that, I mean, you know, when it, the season's over. <laughs> Like mm-hmm, yeah. no more hockey, you know. We only got so much this year, anyways, and um, and even though that draft happened, like that's not a draft. Like you know, all the players, you can no, no, figure out the strategy I mean, it's and everything. It's a lot it's, harder to figure out. They're um, taking them from everywhere, all around the world. There's so many different leagues. It's, I mean, you I, know, NBA is starting to become global, but you know, you have like just you know certain international names, and it's only a couple rounds. So yeah, I mean, really, the only way you can figure that out is just uh, like i mean do they even let uh people like uh, like in that age range like participate in the olympics like Mm. could you look there to figure out something maybe maybe it's just kind of hard to do like i mean you know here in the u.s you might know a few canadian names if you like follow you know certain because obviously canada is one of those countries that just churns them out it's like uh, Brazil with soccer players and, you know, gymnasts in the U.S. and in China, like in Russia. Like, it's that's, what they do. Yeah. yeah, it's what they do, you know. And uh, so, I don't know, it's just kind of harder to predict. Yeah, so you, basically, we're looking more at trades and who's getting signed as to right. how we predict who's going to be the best team next year, which is something that we're going to have to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it sure is. Although, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story about Game 6. I really didn't watch Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals, and that's because the game wasn't in HD in the Detroit market hmm. because that night was the night where Detroit puts on their fireworks show. Oh. Yes, you know, a couple weeks before July 4th. Go figure how that one works. Oh. But then the local NBC affiliate carries that show, which bumps the Stanley Cup coverage, not to NBC Sports. The only options were 
CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting uh-huh. Channel, and then the WADL Channel, which is just like some strange channel. Like sometimes it runs old Bewitched episodes. Huh. So it's like nothing to do with sports, period. So and it's, well, what if Detroit had been in that? Would that have changed things? That's a good question. Um, that that maybe that change would have changed things because mm-hmm. of scheduling, like the actual event. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure they might have you know come up with some way to work around that, but hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, Considering so, how many channels there are out there, it's just ridiculous i yeah. would think like especially when you're you're paying for that you know and exactly yeah that's oh, just the politics they play well anyway we make the play here and we had a predictive element to down the sidelines here and we asked the question to you and to ourselves will either team repeat as champions next year the miami heat and the chicago blackhawks hmm i think the nhl season it's a bit of a strange yeah, one. It was different. Uh, because of the the half year. I mean, it did make all the regular season games matter more. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you don't have the full grind of the season. So, you know, when Chicago comes out hot, you know, definitely they're the, the more talented team. But, you know, you were pushed by Detroit, who was the seventh seed to a game seven. And you don't know if, like, you know, extra games might have, you know, dragged on with some injuries and all that. So, I think there's there's more parity in the NHL than there is in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, you know, it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. likely that you're going to get a different Stanley Cup champion. I mean, you haven't had a repeat since 97-98 with the Red mm-hmm. Wings. So, that, that's pretty tough to come by. Uh, as far as the Miami Heat, I don't even know if you're going to get a repeat there. You have, just in the East alone, you're having teams that are just much better. Brooklyn is much better yeah. with, you know, getting Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, even at their age. But you p- pair that up with uh, Darren Williams, and you have Brooke Lopez still there. Like, they're going to be a contender. Chicago's going to get Derrick Rose back. And then you have New York, who's probably going to, you know, push the ball with their offense. If they can learn to play defense, that would help. Um, and then also there's the Indiana Pacers. They're not going away. So in the East alone, you're going to have better teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, I, I don't even know if... When you look at how the Heat won, they were granted, you know, a, a great team throughout the year, and that is a copper squeak toy. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you look how the, the Heat won, they were lucky in a way. I mean, not a lot of teams choke the way that the Spurs did in Game 6 to clinch a title. So that alone could have prevented the repeat. Uh, I think, you know, just repeats are so hard to come by. I To say that will either team repeat, I don't think they will. Yeah. Um, you know what I think is really interesting is that there's so many, like, comparisons between the two teams. Mm. You know, you know, cross-league. Um mm. Both teams, the I mean, you know, pretty much the best teams in the regular season. You know, I mean, record-wise and uh, win streaks, that kind of thing. That's true, and it's not. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen too often. Where you no, have to and then the when you get to the playoffs, um, 
in, in a couple series almost looking like they're just completely down and out. Mm. I mean, uh, I, I was there for, for a while. I, I thought the Pacers had them, you know? Yeah. And then, I mean, you can go look back to Detroit. I mean, they were, Chicago was dead in the water. I mean, we both thought that series was over. And, um, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting how it's, it seemed like both of their seasons kind of went, you know, in similar ways. Um, but then, you know, exactly like just, you know, just like the regular season through the playoffs, both teams ended up being the best in the playoffs by far, you know, yeah. coming back from whatever they were, you know, every time it looked like they were finished, they came back. So, uh, yeah, I'd say it's definitely, um, I think definitely going to be a different team in the NHL next year. Um, full season, that's going to make a lot of difference. I I think it would have probably changed who it is this year. I, I think Chicago would have got worn out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely benefited them this year, and they you know they completely earned it. I mean, uh, regardless of how that last game ended, they scored the goals they won. You know, it's true. Um, and I mean, they they beat probably the hottest team that there was, um, and so uh, I, I think it's definitely going to be somebody else next year. Um, and um, you know, and as far as the NBA goes, um, yeah, I, they could definitely repeat again, but I don't think they're going to. Um, tougher schedule. Um, they're not going to win nearly as many games as this this year. That was ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's hard to do for anybody, no matter what kind of talent you have. Um, I I just, you know, I I don't even know necessarily if they're the top seed in the East next year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you, yeah. So, uh I think they definitely will have a de- more difficult road. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think it'll be harder to get for them to get further. Um, so I, I, I'm going to say neither team. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting to even think like which has the better chance to. Uh, I mean, yeah, you'd probably I'd probably go just with the Heat because, you know, I I don't necessarily think. Uh, you know, Chicago has a player equal to like LeBron on their roster. I think they have a lot of good players, but I don't think they have one guy that kind of just stands out among, you know, the whole rest of the league. So, um, and like having that person that you can rely on is a big thing. You know, when everything else is going wrong, if you have somebody that's scoring three goals every game, then, um, you know, all right, Copper. <laughs> what does Copper think? <laughs> he doesn't. Now he's acting. He's. I looked back at him, and now he's like, oh, "I'm falling asleep. Don't pay attention." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at the ten yard line here, the Fortnite is going to come to a close this weekend mm-hmm. as we have the semifinalists determined for the men's and women's draws at Wimbledon. Uh. It was the men's quarterfinal round this morning. And let's see. I mean, you had this morning, I was watching the uh, David Ferrer and Juan Martin Del Potro mm-hmm. match. 
And within the first game, you see Del Potro hyperextend his knee, which he had apparently done two matches prior. Oh. And like it was, he was on the sidelines, and just his body language just crestfallen. And you know, he he goes back in, and it looks like he's you know showing a lot of heart. And but then he's playing okay, you know, kind of favoring the knee that he sprained, of course. But he ends up winning that match against Del Potro, and that was you know rather surprising. Uh, so it would have been painful. Mm-hmm. So he's going to end up playing Novak Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, oh, where is the next? I got to find the actual. Here we go. Uh, and then Andy Murray, down two sets to love, rallies back and then yeah. beats Fernando Verdasco in the fifth set, seven five. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I mean, especially for you know the the country hero. Yeah. Like that that was big. That's all everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're there in front of your home crowd, you you're going to get all the attention. Right. And it's rightly deserved, you know. Yeah, and then you had two Polish men, uh Jerzy Janowicz and Lukos Kubot, who mm-hmm. were I mean that uh, big for that country, you know, two countrymen playing for a spot in the semifinals. Yeah. And you had uh, Janowitz moving on there. He's the the higher rank of the two. Mm-hmm. So Janowitz plays Murray and Djokovic against Del Potro. Um, Going to be an interesting one there. I think I think I still like Djokovic's chances. Yeah, there he's just he's such a a skilled player. Although you could see Murray, and it would be you know. Fitting for him to to finally win a Wimbledon title, mm-hmm. uh, and especially when all of you know the upsets have happened, and you know Nadal yeah. lost in the first round. That was just like what crazy, and you know Federer too. Uh, it hasn't been you know as upset heavy as the the ladies draw, but mm-hmm. for this one, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a Murray Djokovic final. Although Del Potro has a lot of weight. Yeah, behind his shots, <laughs> and I'm looking at my Skype, <laughs> and it's giving me an advertisement of system warning: your PC is about to crash. <laughs> Click OK to fix it. And I'm like, yeah, nice try, Skype advertisements. I'm just glad it didn't have a sound. Like Buzz's voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of, I guess. Nice try, Skype. Um, no, but. Del Potro has a lot of weight behind his shot, so he could mm-hmm. give Djokovic some trouble. Although Djokovic is a bit more of a defensive, yeah, player. So um, I don't, know. you know, yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I think uh, you'll see Murray there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of not, not only just like you know being like the home team, but like. Uh, I just I I like how he's playing right now. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then on the ladies' side, you do have um, Marianne Bartoli against Kirsten Flipkins mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, followed by Sabina Lisicki and Agnieszka Radwanska. And so Lisicki is the 
the lady who upset Serena Williams. Yeah. Which uh, that was surprising to have. Was, I was Serena what? up three nothing, three love. Sorry in the in the third set. Uh, that was a bit of a choke. Yeah. Although, I have to say that Sabina Lasicki, S-A-B-I-N-E for the first name. Mm-hmm. Everyone on ESPN, and you know, it's where I've you know heard the name and saw the highlights and the mm-hmm. replays and all that stuff. Everyone says Sabine, 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 Sabine. Sabine. This is the first name of my mother. Mm-hmm. So I've grown up my entire life. You know, it's it's Sabina. It's the German pronunciation. It's yeah. a German name. It's Sabina. And so to see Sabine, at least it wasn't Sabine. But hearing that, like, throughout the whole match, the, oh, all the highlights. Had to, like, mute it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mm, could not stand it. It is, it's terrible, like, because once they mess it up once, it's just, like, they got to stay consistent mm-hmm. <laughs> and just keep messing it up. Ugh. So, like, I, ugh. that's just some weird perspective from, from my, my side, I guess. Yeah. Although I do like her chances uh, to take it all. I mean, there's the statistic that, you know, the four you know women who upset... Serena in gosh, I don't even think it was like you know a Grand Slam or you know so late in a Grand Slam, mm-hmm. but their next matches they all lost and Sabina Lasicki is the one who broke through that and is moving on. Yeah, so I think she has you know some momentum. Uh, Radvanska could give her some trouble for sure, but uh, Bartoli's also kind of been there before on the other side of. The bracket there, and I guess Flipkins is an up and up and comer. I'm going to pull for Lasicki on the women's side in a a tournament that has been chock full of upsets on that yeah side of the bracket oh, a lot um yeah and hopefully they start getting her name right uh, you hope you <laughs> hope so but I don't know some people are really anal about other language pronunciations mm-hmm. like me but then some of them just don't care. Oh, these Skype ads are getting weird. Well, it weird. sounds a lot better than what they're well, saying. Well, yeah, yeah, Sabine. Like, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Anyway, that's our, our make the play here. You know, Who wins the men's and women's draw? I'm going to say it's Djokovic and Lisicki. Um. See, I almost want to go... I almost want to go with Murray. Mm-hmm. Just because... Let's just say because home team advantage. I'd like Murray to win for <laughs> sure. I think that'd be a great story. Louder cheering whenever you're allowed to cheer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard not to pick the girl that took out the favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I'm going to say... I'm going to pick Lisicki, um, but I say they keep mispronouncing her first name. <laughs> I think that's a guaranteed right there, at least for that second part there. Anyway, here the five-yard line story. Uh, you know, Last episode, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about, oh, 
Aaron Hernandez, tight end of the Patriots, is you know coming under some suspicion here for this murder charge. I mean, he destroyed his phone, he destroyed his surveillance system. Oh, that's pretty suspicious. There's a lot of smoke there. There's probably a fire, and you know, we thought it would you would end you know not too well here. Boy, I don't think we had any idea of how mm-hmm. big or how ridiculous in a way it would get yeah not only was he charged with murder arrested he's in prison now uh as soon as he was arrested a couple hours later he was released by the new england patriots Mm -hmm. what is this windows prompt Um... the hell uh something about activex browser my computer is hating me tonight Uh... Uh, anyway, so yes, released by the New England Patriots, um, and then there are even some weird write-ups about, oh, the the Patriot way is tarnished, and New England should have known about his past. They, it's their fault for drafting him, despite the fact they got him at like the what 113th pick, and yeah, it was you know quite the value at the time. How do you know if someone's going to be a murderer? <laughs> I don't think they it's knew. Just, it's one of the <laughs> strangest things. Like you do have NFL players who get arrested frequently. It's like the most times NFL players have been arrested this offseason, like yeah. eight times or whatever. But none of them have actually been legitimate indictments on first degree murder charges. Yeah, premeditated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's always a thought, like oh Ray Lewis, uh, we think he killed that guy, but it never got to be serious. Like this is a big deal because for a professional athlete what are you thinking i i don't know like i go to practice um you know go live in your nice home like just relax chill out you don't need to go you don't need to go get in fights you don't need to have a gun you don't need a whatever you don't need to kill people nobody needs to do that i just don't understand it, you know, obviously you could say, oh, well, it has to do maybe with his past. Right. At this point in your life, just leave all that behind. There's no need to deal with any of that anymore. You know, you're you're wealthy. Um, you have a good job. You have job security because you're young and, you know, you've signed this big contract. I, it just seems so weird that uh, even if you, regardless of whatever you did in the past, like why like what what is the reason for continuing to act that way or ha- be in those put yourself in those kind of situations that's oh it's crazy and it doesn't seem to even end there because there are reports of you know someone who got shot through the eye because of hernandez mm-hmm. and there was a you know a double homicide in boston that got buried for a while but Hernandez might be connected to that case. And then a shooting incident with, you know, two men who got shot in Florida that they, you know, said, you know, one of them was a, a Florida football player. I think it was named Reggie Nelson. Yeah, Reggie Nelson. And then they like, oh, this guy who's white, maybe Hawaiian, you know, 6'4", really muscular tattoos. And like they never, they like that's Aaron Hernandez because he wasn't 
that big of a player at Florida where he played college ball. Mm-hmm. So he might be involved in that one too. And it's like, how deep does this rabbit hole go? I mean, he there there has to be like he's he's got to be like involved with gangs and drugs and stuff like otherwise i mean it, it almost looks like he's like a professional hitman or something mm-hmm. the way like, especially you know sh- the way that the guy was killed oh yeah um and then he's actually even despite his evidence that he destroyed he's still caught you know saying like sometimes you can't just trust people anymore and you know he's picking up a gun and he's angry and all stuff like you're still caught saying that. Yeah. Like he's easily going. You gotta think he's easily gonna be booked. Oh yeah. For one of these, you know, actually going to jail for a long time. And then he has a fiance, but then according to law, if they're married, they cannot testify against their spouse. But since his fiance, it's different. Mm-hmm. And then he called his fiance. To make sure to tell her to stop talking to officials. And then they want to get married, but, you know, the person at the jail is, you know, steadfast and like, you want to get married? You're not doing it here. Stay out of jail if you want to get married, which, you know, thank goodness for that. Yeah. They find a flop house of his that has evidence, like the hoodie he was wearing when he killed Odin Lloyd. Apparently, there were reports that he never really, you know, socialized with, you know, any of the New England Patriots. Really, like when they go to hang out, like he didn't wasn't close enough to any of his teammates. He always, you know, had people from his past. It's unbelievable the things that have come up. And you know, we thought the Manti Teo story was big. Mm. I mean, this is spanning across multiple days. Yeah, the resolution does not look good uh, in the end. And you know, this is. The the murder of another human being, not the fabrication of a fake girlfriend. I mean, it's not even comparable. No, it's not. The two crimes. So, I mean, the more you learn about this story, I mean, the worse it comes out. And you got to give, you know, New England some credit. I mean, this weekend, they're having, like, a free trade-in of Aaron Hernandez jerseys. Yeah. You know, for any New England player. But, you know, just this weekend only. <laughs> I mean... Good for them for doing that, I guess. I mean, because you're going to have kids who can't mm. even comprehend any of this, and they're going to want to wear their Aaron Hernandez jerseys. The parents aren't going to let them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it, not only that, but, like, uh, was it... I thought I saw something about, like, you know, the, the Madden rosters are already there. Yeah, yeah, already locked so in, so he's going to still be there. He's in the game. I mean, they'll probably patch would, it out. Would you, Who would want to play as him? No. I... He's yeah, just it's... not a good human being. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's sad for anybody involved with that. You know, the family of the person that was killed, you know, anybody that knew him mm. that didn't know about this is probably just, like, freaked out and glad that he's not in their life anymore because yeah. that's just scary. Um, well, because of the judicial system... You know, a trial's still about a year away. And, like, that's that's crazy, but that's what's going to happen. So he's he's going to be in jail for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And that's really sad. I, we make the play here, and it's a, a weird question to ask, but will Aaron Hernandez be connected to yet another murder case? Like, on top of everything else here. 
I mean, if he's not, uh, you know, uh, if, I think he's definitely going to be connected. Mm-hmm. Um, to, so, I, you know, if that adds on to whatever his whatever charges he has now or he ends up getting, um, I don't know. And it just seems like there's so much, especially once they started investigating him. Right. Um, and then kind of linking thinking that they're linking him to these other things. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think this is a case where, I mean, you see, you've seen it with Tiger Woods and the infidelity and then uh, all these other things. I mean, with Manti Teo and then he had, Oh, he's hitting on girls, at the, the bar all the time. People will come out and connect him. That's what it is. To other murders. And I don't even know if they'll be, you know, legitimate, I mean, th- this is the big one that he's going to have to, you know, hurt. The one he's actually in prison for. Mm-hmm. And if you can kill another human being like that, it would not surprise me if you have other things in your past. But I think he does end up, you know, being connected to another murder case, despite all the the things we've had brought up. But I don't know if any of them will be legitimate. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you'll, prob- um, you'll probably get some false claims just because... You know, once somebody's name is out there and there's people who think that there's a possibility that, uh, you know, it was him somewhere else, they they won't be afraid to say something either, even if it's true, if it's not true, you know. Because then they... Go, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just, you know, what, I, what I'm saying is like, you know, some, there might be claims that really it's not really him, but somebody sees, oh, well, he's connected to this, but he was here for a while, maybe. Mm. Like, the, kind of relate that way, but um, you know, if there's some truth to him being connected to something else, there's a chance that since his name is already out there, that somebody might not be afraid to say something that they know that they've been hiding. Yeah. I mean, it's just wild that. It's a professional athlete, you know, a well-known professional athlete charged with premeditated murder, first degree. And, like, it's looking pretty likely that all the evidence is mounting against him. I I, I mean, he's got to be, you know, he's definitely their number one suspect. I don't... I don't know. I don't. I don't know how far else they went into the investigation with anybody else. But if they've, you know, already decided on arresting him, then the whole thing's got to play out now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how it develops. And you know, we mentioned it just as oh, this is something that's happening. You know, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and it's it's just like Anchorman. Oh, that escalated quickly. Really quickly. Although Aaron Hernandez did not stab a guy with a trident. No. Um, I don't think there were any reports on that. Brick killed a guy. <laughs> All right, we wrap the show up here with the booth preview. We kind of look at you know, upcoming games, events to watch for. You know, Even some news that just broke today with the Boston Celtics hiring Brad Stevens from Butler. Yeah. Um, you know, a guy who... What, didn't he take uh, his team to back-to-back championship games? Two, at least. Yeah, two national yeah, championship something games. something like that. And uh, A young coach. Really uh, young, yeah. Turned down a lot of college jobs because he wanted to stay at Butler. I was kind of surprised. Wow. I, that's, that is a big, 
big story. You do and have, it's a big jump too. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean it's a, yeah, it's one of those things like you get offered that job, hell yeah, you jump and take it. I mean, they would have kept him at Butler no matter probably what his record was, you know, uh, especially after all the success that he had there, and and now he's going straight to the, you know. If you don't get it done in two years, you're done kind of job. He did seem like a coach that, you know, if he never was offered anything, he could have been a lifer. Oh, at yeah. Butler. You know, Mike, just like Mike Krzyzewski at Duke. Oh, yeah. And um, oh, the, the guy that's in uh, Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Few? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, there's there's that story, which you know just came out literally a couple hours ago. Um, yeah, and then you do have NBA and NHL free agency. I mean, NBA, obviously Dwight Howard's the big one, and then the yeah. next two big ones are Josh Smith and Andre Iguodala. And then you do have a lot of mid-level talent. Uh, NHL is kind of a bit of a mess because you have oh, yeah. teams that are over the salary cap, you know, a little bit of a lower <laughs> salary cap, so they have to make cuts and... You know, move players around. Although Chicago at the moment seems to be retaining more of their talent than they did after the last Stanley Cup. Yeah. So um, you have Brian Bickle take the hometown discount and uh, things like that. And Crawford probably would be staying around as opposed to when they got rid of Antti Niemi, who won them a Stanley Cup in net. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know. It seems like every night here on sports, they're just talking about Latang and his getting re-signed, and mm. there seems like there's so many fans upset about it, and because they're like, "Well, what was he doing in the playoffs?" <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, there's really sign? not too much else going on. You're at the halfway, past the halfway point, a little bit uh, in baseball. Yeah. And uh, I think there's something going on with the fact that Yasiel Puig, Uh, the Dodgers, might not be in the All-Star game. Huh. Or at Mm. least, you know, there are some who think that he shouldn't be, and that's that's absurd. Yeah. I mean, if you want the game to be for the fans, like this time it counts. It it all goes down to the rule where every team in baseball has to have one All Star. Mm-hmm. You look at the Houston Astros. You look at the Miami Marlins. Mm. Well, you know the Marlins do have some talent. You know, Giancarlo Stanton would be yeah, I definitely you know, a good player to have in there. But a lot of teams don't have All Star quality players, and yet. You throw like, oh, there's this random relief pitcher because we have to fill out the pitching staff for the All-Star game so we don't embarrass ourselves again with mm-hmm. running out of pitchers. But that's going to take the spot of a player who's having one of the best months hitting at least, at the very least, for a debut month yeah, ever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's incredible. Hmm. <laughs> Although with the way baseball has, you know, Alex Rodriguez just started his first game, but yet if enough fans voted, they'd probably put him in the All-Star game. So it's weird. You're coming up on the All-Star game somewhat soon. And how about those Pittsburgh Pirates? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what well, is what's, going what's, on? What's it like there? <laughs> um, everybody, all my friends want to go to all the games because <laughs> they're just like, what is going on? 
in Pittsburgh. Would, the first like, team in baseball to 50 wins. Um, they have the highest win percentage in the major leagues. Definitely much better than anybody could have expected. They can't uh-huh. choke this one away, right? They got to have a winning season at the end. I mean, they'd have to have probably one of the worst um, second halves ever mm-hmm. in baseball They're in order 20 to games just... up on 500. Yeah. I, I'd say um, they definitely have some wiggle room. Um, but, you know, I'm not expecting them to keep that pace. That's crazy for them. Um, but, uh, de- no, it's definitely exciting to go to their games and to actually, like, see them win. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, like, you know, in the past, every other game I went to, they always lost. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, comparatively, like, uh, I think what their pace is right now, you know, they'd be, you know, around like a hundred and some wins or something and they're a couple seasons ago they lost that many games like a yep. record setting yep. number of losses so um definitely a big turnaround in that many years um they're so far the story as far as the team goes in the first half of the year yeah i didn't expect that at all uh, and then so, the al east is looking to be a just a tough division oh yeah you have the toronto who's just one game under 500 and they're in last place nine games back of boston that's crazy so it's just uh it's man. going to be an interesting all-star break for yeah. baseball but then that means you're coming up on the the one day in sports is the day yeah. after the all-star game in baseball where <laughs> nothing happens <laughs> Like legitimately, nothing happens. It's, um, it's a weird day. Let's see. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? I, I was uh, looking. I was looking at the um. What is it? The the spreads for the football games coming up this year. Oh yeah. They already have out in Vegas, and um, Alabama is such an anomaly. <laughs> Just like look at them, like you can go back and look at them over the past couple years, and um, there it's just like there's nothing really like them in like all of sports. Yeah, I mean Ohio State too. Ohio State's double digit favorites in every game except mm-hmm. for Northwestern and Michigan. Like that's that's pretty crazy Why? too. Why are they double digit favorites in every game except? <sighs> I don't for- know. They're going to have a lot of close games, a lot more than people think. I yep. I think they'll win a lot of games, but I think they'll have a lot more close games. Um, and it's, also, it's kind of strange. It definitely is. And then also, you have the uh, with a year away until the World Cup, you have a lot of the qualifying. So the Confederations oh, yes. Cup, you had oh, that. We could talk about that. You had um, the final of uh, Brazil and Spain. Oh, out. Yeah, that was <laughs> blowout shutdown. I mean, just not even close. And that that was built up as a big, big match. I mean, oh, it was Spain yeah. talking about you know one of maybe one of the best teams ever. They won the last couple Confederation Cups, and then you have the World Cup as well. <clears throat> and wow, that go watch the highlights of that game. Um, there was a. I was sure uh, sure Spain was going to score and a defender comes out of nowhere with the goal, goal wide open. Yeah. 
and kicks the ball perfectly, like arcs it over the net so it's a corner kick instead. Shit, like a, he slide tackles the ball, and I'm just like, how in the heck did he do that? Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Um, good, Brazil could have scored more goals in that game too. Yeah, um, World Cup is one of those things I like. I'll gear up for and watch. I, yeah, I was just games. thinking about it next year around this time. Yeah, that's that's what everybody's going to be talking about. It's like when the people in the U.S. actually care. Right. <laughs> Most of the time, it has nothing to do with them. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think that's about all we have to cover. Uh, you know, it's a pretty full show here. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how those stories develop over the next couple weeks. Uh, it's a big couple weeks over at the Show Me Your News Network. Yeah. Uh, in a couple weeks, uh, Super and Tony are going to be stopping by my place here for a week end of debauchery is it like the anniversary what is it again so july 8th is the six-year anniversary of Mm. the first episode of show me your news and so you know this weekend with it being you know july 4th on thursday and all that you know just too busy for all that stuff so the weekend after the 8th so that's you know around that time is going to be when Super and Tony come out. We're going to have, you know, streams and whatnot. And Tony is going to buy for us the pay-per-view wrestling event. So oh, my goodness. He's going to buy it for us you know, on pay-per-view so we can watch it because it's apparently a good one. Yeah. And, um, you know, for the other wrestling fans out there, Tony actually started a wrestling podcast. True. So over at the Show Me Your News Network, if you, you know, look on our front page enough, you can find the Superplex, and they had their first episode mm-hmm. this past week or so. So we're going to be covering, you know, the aftermath of big events, you know, previewing big events. Uh, so I'm sure he'll be talking up that one, and I might and, have and to didn't listen. And didn't he also mention something about us not mentioning something about the NBA playoffs being rigged? <laughs> Did he? I think so. I think on your last episode. Oh, he said something about like how they're rigged something and and you responded something like uh well you know most teams don't blow a whatever point lead in the last two three minutes of the game (laughs) or 30 (laughs) seconds i I don't think that team wanted to lose no it's just the whole thing with like you know the officials and the whole tim donaghy thing back then and that mess. So people still carry that thought. Oh well, maybe wrestling's rigged sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have the the best narrative, the best storyline. Yeah, and sometimes character. it's having the bad guy win. Yep. Because apparently the bad guy is the most popular person in wrestling. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, 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 I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how that one happens. So here at yeah. sidelines. Yeah, you know, check out uh, their anniversary thing that they're doing later. You know, especially if you like video games, Ooh. that's the place to go. That's going to be that Saturday is going to be a day chock full of it. You'll find more details over at showmeyournews.com when we announce that. Anyway, if we're down the sidelines with that, I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. And we hope you enjoy the week in sports. Take it easy.